The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Hi everyone and welcome to the Southland Community Law Centre's information session. Hi Mike and with me today is Shane from Hewitt Gold Lawyers. Welcome back Shane. Thanks Mike. Shane is a Principal Immigration Advocate at Hewitt Gold Lawyers uh, here in Invercargill and he is back again to finish off our immigration session that we uh, broadcasted last month. Kia ora Shane. Thank you for making the time uh, once again and um, to come in again and because uh, we do know you're extremely busy and uh as, as we started stated last month, um, we'll continue on with our chat on immigration, and I believe we got as far as work visas. Yeah. I'm just going to touch on that today. Yeah. But just a quick recap, we did cover, um, albeit briefly, uh, how COVID has impacted on immigration, especially at the border, um, the border exemptions, and the residency applications, and some of the exemptions during the um, pandemic that are available, yeah. that are in place, I should say. Yeah. Um, so, um, before I start, I need to remind everybody that it is important to remember that the information discussed today is information only and not to be considered as legal advice. For legal advice on an, any immigration matter or any other legal um, concern that you may have, contact our officers for an appointment. So, today we're going to talk work visas and I think it's best to let Shane just do all the talking quite frankly <laughs> thanks Mike <laughs> all good, mate. it's all yours okay so um, as I said last time there are some big changes coming with work visas um, trying to summarize this as much as possible um, and you can see on the Immigration New Zealand website um, the long form of this if you want to look it up but essentially what is happening is that Immigration New Zealand has for the last few years been looking at a way to replace a bunch of work visas with a single visa and this government has made that a priority um, because they see that they want to fix things um, like migrant exploitation, for example. Whether or not this new system will do that is open for argument, but um, we're just going to discuss um, what is going to happen. So this new system was actually meant to start uh, on the 1st of November, but it's been put off to uh, mid-2022, so it should be starting around July 2022. Um, the reason that it's been put off is possibly because of the new 2021 resident visa, um, and the applications for that open on the 1st of December. Where the big changes are is in the fact that until now, um, work visa applications were um, migrant-led. That is, the migrant was responsible for getting the ball rolling if there was a work visa to be applied for. What this government has done is they've switched that around. They've now said, well, it really should be on the employer. The employer needs to prove that they need to hire a migrant in the first place. And they need to show that they're going to be a good employer and they're going to do this. Um, so 
what the government has done is they're replacing six kinds of temporary work visas with a new accredited employer work visa. And the six work visas that they are replacing are the essential skills work visa, um, both the normal one and the approved in principle one, the talent accredited employer work visa, the long-term skill shortage list work visa, the silver fern job search visa, and the silver fern practical experience visa. Now it's important to note that if you hold one of those visas at the moment, they still remain valid until their normal expiry date. It's just when you want to get a new visa, you'll have to get an accredited employer work visa unless you get residence or something in the meantime. So, as I said, the new visa process is led by the employer offering the job. So the potential employer has to complete the employer, employer accreditation requirements and a job check, which I'm going to go into, before you as a migrant can apply for a work visa. Now, if you have a residence from work visa application underway, which will require a further work to residence visa to be granted um, in order for you to be continue on lawfully in New Zealand in order to be granted residence, sorry if that's confusing, you will be able to continue that process if you remain with the same employer. Okay, So nobody should be disadvantaged by this system coming in. So, as I said, the first step is employer accreditation. So what an employer has to do is they need to prove that they are um, going to be a good employer, basically. Um, and so there are th three steps to this system. So the employer check, the accreditation check, is replacing approval in principle um, before an employer hires work visas on an essential skills visa. It's replacing the current accreditation screen, uh, accreditation scheme as a talent accredited employer, and it's replacing the labour hire employer's accreditation for essential skills work visas. Um, these employer schemes have already closed to new and re reviewing re new and renewing applications on the 30th of June um, this year. So to get accreditation. Um, because only through getting accredited can an employer hire a, a migrant worker on the accredited employer work visa. The accreditation has to be held by the direct employer named on the uh, migrant worker's employment agreement. So please make sure that your employment agreements are up to date. If you are not sure about that, um, please go and see the Community Law Centre um, and ask for their advice. That's the quickest and cheapest way to do it. Or if you have um, directly related immigration concerns, they may refer you to me or another licensed advisor or lawyer. Um, so franchisees and employers wanting to place migrants on um, accredited employer work visas with controlling third parties, so a three-part employment relationship where you've got the, the labour hire company, the employer that they're... Um, contracting to and the employee will need to meet additional criteria. Okay, So the first thing that an employer has to do is that um, the standard accreditation, so that's for employers who want to have up to five migrant workers on accredited employer work visas at any one time, this high volume accreditation for employers who want to have six or more migrant workers on accredited employer work visas at any one time. So if you're an employer and you have four employees 
that's fine. You have standard accreditation, but if you want to hire two more migrants on this visa, then you're going to have to go through the process for high volume accreditation. And the employer is going to have to pay for this, by the way. Right. <laughs> um, now, um, immigration is going to provide further information about the other kinds, uh, like franchisees and um, labour hire companies, um, and as to how that's going to work. But yeah, they're going to have to meet specific requirements as well. So once an employer becomes accredited, um, and they can show immigration that they're accredited, um, they can move on to the job check. So what this is, is to confirm the job, paying the market rate, the terms and conditions comply with New Zealand's employment laws, and that an employer has done a labour market test if they need to. So that's looking to see if there are any New Zealander um, citizens or residents to do the job. Um, that part of the process is going to differ depending on where in the country you are. It's going to be easier to get a, one of these new visas if you are in the regions, um, the provinces, rather than in some of the bigger cities. It's actually going to be harder um, to get a an accredited employer work visa in Auckland, Hamilton, Wellington, Christchurch or Dunedin um, because there is considered to be a larger um, pool of New Zealand citizens and residents there. So if you're in the provinces or the regions, you can possibly get a work visa easier and for a longer time. Yeah. And some of that will be um, tested on the basis of how much you're being paid per hour as well. Um, jobs paying 200% of the median wage don't need a labour market test. Jobs paying at or above the median wage in the regions don't need a labour market test. In cities, jobs that are on a skill shortage list and pay at or above the median wage won't need a labour market test. Uh, for jobs paying below the median wage, the labour market test will in still include checking with the Ministry of Social Development. Now, an employer can only hire a migrant worker if the job check is passed. And again, employers have to pay for the job check. Um, there is also supposed to be sector agreements. Um, that's where some industries hire large numbers of migrant workers. Sector agreements can be negotiated with them. So that's things like aged care, um, dairy, um, meat works, uh, possibly forestry. Those agreements will, will include a workplace workforce plan and conditions on recruiting a temporary worker specific occupations in the, in the sector. Um, so once that accreditation has happened and the job check has happened, that is when the migrant um, applies for a visa. So those other two things have to happen first. And this is the part that the migrant pays for. It's the last step in the process. The migrant just has, has to show um, Immigration New Zealand that they meet the character, identity and health requirements and meet the skills and experience requirements stipulated as part of the employer's job check application. Um, so, and again, migrants pay for this part, although, you know, some employers might be wanting to pay for that part as well, just to secure the worker that they need. Alrighty. Um, yeah, I think we're going to have to shut it down again, mate. I'm sorry. Um, we've come to the, to the end. There is, is there anything that you really want to send home? Now, basically, um, before you get into this, if you are an employer or an employee, Get advice. Um, 
the government is saying, you know, it shouldn't be that difficult to do this, but governments always say that. Um, so just get advice if you're not sure um, and make sh basically give yourself some peace of mind about what you're doing and that you know the steps to, pay to take so that you don't waste money. Awesome. Alrighty, thank you, Shane. Um, <clears throat> yeah, again, thank you for clarifying that some of those areas in relation to immigration over the last two sessions, and I hope it has helped some of our um, listeners. If you're still a little bit unclear, like we're saying, by all means contact us and we can book you in with Shane or another advisor. Um, or listen in again to the radio station at some point where we will cover it again, I'm sure, in the next wee few months coming up, especially after July, perhaps. Um, so if you would like to contact Shane directly, you can do so by contacting Hewitt Gold Lawyers. Hewitt Gold are located at 162 D Street, Invercargill, or find them on 03-2183-137. As today's show is likely to be our last for 2021, the Southern Community Law Centre, and I'm sure Hewitt Gold Lawyers, yep. would like to take this opportunity to wish everyone a very happy and safe Christmas and New Year. Please keep yourselves um, and everyone else safe. Try to follow and maintain the COVID requirements over the break. Um, please drive responsibly and have a very Merry Christmas. It's always important to remember that uh, all situations are unique and it is advised that if you're unsure of your rights or obligations to seek legal advice or information about your um, situation as early as you can. If you have any questions about what we've discussed today or have a query in relation to something else um, or you would like an appointment with one of our volunteer lawyers, please call us on 2143180 or stop it in our offices at level 233 Don Street. Our office hours are 9am to 4.30 um, Monday to Thursday and Fridays we're open till 12.30pm. For the remainder of 2021, we are able to return to our rural outreach clinics which um, remain the same as they have previously. And that is all we have for you today and again for this year so again thank you Shane no worries the preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available to find similar programs by other stations involved go online to accessmedia.nz 